and welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Are you overworked, overstressed, and overwhelmed? You want life to be different, but you don't even know how to get there. Man, oh man, I lived there myself. And in my experience with working with thousands of people from all walks of life, there is one simple thing that holds so many of us back, a lack of time management. We may know what we want, but we often don't know how to get there and don't feel like we can add one more thing into our already busy day. And that's exactly why I created the Dream Life Action Planner. It's a 90-day inspired game plan that will give you total clarity on your greatest priorities and skyrocket your productivity on the tasks that matter most. And now, for a limited time, you can get your own copy for free And when you go to denisewalsh.com slash action. Denise Walsh, D-E-N-I-S-E-W-A-L-S-H dot com slash action, A-C-T-I-O-N. Put your information in and we will send this action planner directly to your inbox so you can set your goals, reprioritize your calendar, and design your dream life today. Big, big welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am excited for you to meet our guest today. I met her at DreamSpace, which was my first personal development workshop experience. And we met for coffee afterwards. And after hearing her story, her vision, and her grit, I knew that you needed to meet her too. She's only been in the Grand Rapids area for about a year and a half. She was born and raised in New York City and went to University of Pennsylvania. She has a background in advertising and loves to say that she's creative yet left-brained as well. Like It's the best of both worlds when you've got the details of the left brain and the creativity of the right brain. She loves to create, she loves to give back, and she loves to create community. And that is why she has recently started her new company, Pack Elephant. They started back in June. So almost, you know, nine months or so. And I'm really excited to see how far they've come and maybe what hurdles they've experienced along the way. So big Dreamcast, welcome to Winsome Kirkton. Thank you. Thank you for that amazing intro. Yay, I'm excited to connect with you because I got to hear a bit of the backstory. But before we jump into the the how, I would love for our listeners to hear what is Pack Elephant. Pack Elephant is local first meets corporate gifting in a nutshell. And what that really means is we are working with amazing, talented makers throughout the community, mom and pop shops, moms with the side hustle, teachers, pharmacists, you name it who all have these talents and are creating products to curate packages that we then present for realtors, event planners, hotels, anyone with a need for client appreciation so that when they give their gift, they're doing so by giving back to their community and and really promoting all of the amazing talent in that community as well. Awesome. So yeah, for the Grand Rapids area, we do have a lot of really cool Grand Rapids local things and products and things we're pretty proud of. And so you get to connect with all of the cool local Grand Rapids gifts and experiences and package them together for somebody to give as a gift. 
Exactly. And I would say Grand Rapids is really the perfect market for something like this. Um, after being here for about a year, it was evident that the consumer conscientiousness about shopping local and supporting the community is extremely strong. And I think that something that I didn't necessarily see as much of was sort of that corporate responsibility as well to making sure that everything is sourced from the community as well. So when it comes to gifting and client appreciation gifts, I mean, that's something that is very easy you know, to do. It's something that a lot of companies have budgets for already. It's something that you, know, you can easily use to help make impact and create impact that's lasting by giving small business business. Yeah. And we're really proud of ourselves <laughs> most of the time. Most of the months yeah. out of the year. We're, we're, we've got a lot of really fun stuff here. So, okay. Uh, so this is a new business, but I know that the business starts long before the business actually starts. So I want to hear about how this idea came to fruition. Where did you guys think of this? The idea really came a while back. So my co-founder and I both went to UPenn together, met before college even started because we were in the same pre-freshman program. And since then, over the 10 years, have traveled the world. Throughout our travels, we always felt like it was difficult to find authentically handmade products when you're in territory that's unfamiliar. You're relying on a smattering of sources, whether it's your taxi cab driver, the concierge at your hotel, you're yelping things, you're walking around, you're getting caught in tourist traps prices and sometimes scams. And you know what we would find is we'd leave a place without getting souvenirs, without taking anything from that community, even though we really wanted to. So when we came up with the idea, it was a service for travelers. And what we quickly realized was that you know this need, is it, it goes beyond travelers. People that live in communities want to support their community as well. Everyone wants to support their community. Everyone wants to shop in their community. But there is no single authoritative voice that helps you cut through the noise and understand what is really authentically being made there. Helps you understand which products and ingredients are also sourced there, where their packaging is coming from. And there's nothing that really gives you all of the detail about that person who's making the product and tells their story such that you really get to understand the heartbeat of that community. Because to us, the makers in our community really are the heartbeat. Well, and you saw a need and you thought, man, it'd be so nice if... But then you actually did something with it. Because how many times have we been in the shower or been for a walk and we're like, oh, I should create that. Oh, this would be really cool. And then we do nothing. So how did you actually start taking action to make it physical? When we first kicked this off, it was simply us going to craft fairs seeing what was out there, getting talking to people, learning from people about how, you know, what their strategy was for sales and and seeing how we can potentially help. What that turned into was us, you know, putting together a website and and starting to to craft together these gift baskets in a way that kind of highlights a variety of talent in a location at one time. So when we started doing this, of course, the next step is we need money. We need capital. <laughs> because we can't just you know go out and start buying everything without understanding how we're going to be spending our, our money. So the next step for us was to enter a pitch competition. And that's where Start Garden comes in. So we entered Start Garden's 5x5 competition in June of last year. And we're fortunate enough to win the $5,000. That win not only gave us the capital we needed to start going out and buying things so that we can truly fulfill the promise that we had you know, started ideating on. It also gave us visibility in Grand Rapids. As you, you know, I mentioned before, I'm not, I'm not from here. 
originally. So getting to understand the landscape and really creating relationships with people, I needed some credibility. (laughs) So what is Start Garden for those that might not know? Start Garden is an incubator here in Grand Rapids. It's well known in the startup community and in the investor community as well for really fostering some of the amazing talent and the ideas that are coming up from the ground in Grand Rapids. Every month, they give away $5,000 to a business that they see potential in so that they can you know, continue to grow with the hope of eventually helping to grow the entire local economy. They also you know, have their 100 Ideas competition that gives away $20,000 to 10 businesses in the area. And that is a new initiative that they started last year. So we're excited to enter that. So it's kind of like a local Shark Tank? It absolutely is a local Shark Tank. <laughs> so you had to present and you had to go in front of the judges and you had to pitch your idea amongst how many others were there? There were five pitches, five judges. We each had five minutes and five slides. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well, congratulations. That's a big deal. Thank you. Yeah, it was a good, it was a really big one for us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you need some money. You need some products. You start networking in the area and really kind of learning what are some unique... I mean, we got cherries here. We're so proud of that. We have a ton of breweries. We love our apples. There's a lot of Grand Rapids types things that we have. So what did you do next? I would say the next step really was (laughs) just getting out there, putting myself out there which was the hardest part because you know the idea is our baby the business is something that's very close and dear to our heart we want it so badly to work and we want everyone to receive it as warmly as the judges did at, at 5 by 5 night on start garden but the reality of starting a business is you know you have to you have to go out and get that traction so the next thing was really hitting up as many people as we could that were in our target market setting up those meetings making sure we're listening to customer feedback and and building up our client pipeline to make sure you know that as we do get these clients, we're really creating a service that actually adds value. Because at the end of the day, your business has to create value for people. Yeah, from there, I mean, I, I would say the rest is kind of history. We're just blowing with the wind at this point. <laughs> How did you start networking? How did you st- did you just show up at real estate firms and say, "Hey, I have something that you might like"? What did you do? <laughs> yep, I. <laughs> I'm relentless, <laughs> a little shameless. <laughs> Literally going door to door with flyers, flyering the community, joining organizations like the Chamber of Commerce, which has also been an amazing resource for us um, in terms of networking. They've given us opportunities to present to their board of directors. We put together a celebrity gift recently for Stedman that came for their annual meeting as the keynote speaker. And yeah, I mean, it's just really setting up the one-on-one coffees with people and letting the people know, you know, what our, what our mission is as a, as a company. We really have a, a genuine mission here. And as we start to propagate that, <laughs> I would say the rest is kind of history. In terms of networking, it really has started to snowball, which is cool. You know, I think that in my business, we're like, we do similar things. You know, we go to salons or we go to mom's groups and we're like, hey, we've got something you might like. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we wonder if that's silly. But then one time I went to a chiropractor's office and he said, before he started his practice for three months, he went to every single neighborhood 
within like five miles of his new practice, knocked on doors, gave them information about what he was doing and said, do you go to a chiropractor? And if you do, awesome. And if not, come to me. And I thought, you know what? No matter what business you're in, you do have to do a little bit of knocking on doors. You do have to get your word out there. You do have to network and and be known within the community. So that way people think of you and, and like, know, and trust you because otherwise just putting a sign up doesn't really work. So I want to hear some of the (sighs) hard moments throughout the past year, as you've been going from idea to fruition. I would say probably the hardest is thinking maybe that you've closed the piece of business that never came through. Um, that does happen. And it's the time to really pick yourself up, trust yourself off and keep going and hold your head up high and remember that you're not going to close every deal. Um, that's the fact of life. <laughs> um, not everyone will feel as passionately as I do. That's a, that's a fact of life. So I would say that's, that's you know, one of the, the harder things to deal with as, a, as an entrepreneur. And the other thing I would say is, is just making sure that you stay focused. As an entrepreneur, it's so easy to get a little bit of analysis paralysis because of all of the things that need to get done seemingly right now. <laughs> there is marketing, you know, as a corporation, we're, we're looking to start raising funding. There's the networking aspect, you know, there's the website and technology, there's the team building there's the actual physical act of putting together gift packs and going out and delivering them. I was actually the delivery person <laughs> for a lot of those this year. <laughs> um, so you wear every single hat. And making sure that you keep your vision front and center is something that is sometimes hard to do because you get bogged down in weeds. But if you can do that, and, and you can make sure that you really maintain your composure, even when things maybe seem like they're not going the way you wanted them to go, there will always be a peak above the valley. That's something that I've learned throughout this business. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. You're like, let me talk to customer service. And then customer service (laughs) is also me and shipping is also me. And (laughs) so did you get to deliver, is it Sedman, right? Sedman, yes. Did you get to deliver him? Yes. How fun is that? That's a big highlight. Yeah, that was extremely fun. So we put together a custom gift. We worked with Gemini Handmade, which is in the Cherry Hill District. We worked with Rivertown Woodcraft, which is up on Plainfield. I worked with Kate Lewis, a ceramic artist on NAP, who's done a lot of the work at Sovengard, Cellar Door Preserves, um, Aperitivo, all names that you know we recognize or have seen work from um, in the community. And we all put our heads together and came up with an extremely beautiful customized gift and Sedman was very appreciative. Um, I had the chance to meet him, um, talk to him about it a little bit. So here's the hoping I make it onto the list of Oprah's favorite things. <laughs> All right. See, the, you never know. The how always shows up when you just keep going, right? <laughs> yep. <That's> yep. Awesome. <laughs> did you get a good picture? Yeah. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. I got the best picture. And it's everywhere. <laughs> Good. Exactly. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you would have never gotten that opportunity if you hadn't started going to the Chamber of Commerce and letting people know what you have and being loud. And I can tell you when we met for coffee, I felt your passion. You were like, this is 
the best thing since sliced bread. You know what I mean? Like you, I felt you overflow with excitement about the product and service that you are offering. And I think when that shows people, regardless of if they, you know, they're like, Oh, well, who do I know? And this is interesting. Well, and you know what I mean? And you, you remember you because they remember your passion and your excitement. I I really appreciate that. Thank you. Because that is something that's really important to bring to the table as you, you know, launch a business and you start talking about it with people and honing your message. You know, it's, it's all about the passion behind the idea as much as it is, you know, taking those action steps to bring it to fruition. Yeah. So where did the name pack elephant come from? That's my favorite question. (laughs) So we all know pack animals as your pack rat, your pack mule, whatever. But to us, the name pack connotes a a sense of convenience. And all of our gifts are presented in a cotton tote bag because we want people to be able to take their gift with them and reuse the bag as well. But the elephant in our name is really um, what makes me excited. Elephants are known for their intelligence, for their emotional attunement, for their sense of community, and their herds are also led by matriarchs. So if you observe an elephant herd moving, you'll notice that nobody ever gets left behind, whether it's the young, the sick, and they do everything for their community. And that's exactly who we want to be. Um, Our business is women-owned, and that you know just felt really true to our values. Aw, that's beautiful. You guys can hear her passion, can't you? It's, it really is special. And I think that that's the passion, that's the vision that carries you through when you get a no or when you get a ignore <laughs> or when, when something yeah. you're excited about doesn't come through. Tell me, besides the Stedman thing, was there any other really highlights over the past few months that you'd want to share? I would say besides 5x5, five five, um, we have gotten some amazing traction. We've got amazing feedback from buyers both in Grand Rapids and Austin, Texas. So we launched our business in Austin right before the holiday season and have also you know, really been able to establish our model of hyper-local sourcing there. We've gotten some really great opportunities there as well, similar to here in Grand Rapids. And I think just overall, watching it grow organically has been extremely, extremely rewarding watching our business scale from one city to two cities almost effortlessly because we have been able to learn so much here in Grand Rapids and taken you know, all of those insights to Austin where we're seeing a similar commitment from people to want to, you know, to, want to support their community. It's, it's very encouraging. So yeah, I would say the big win is a compilation of all of the small wins along the way. Mm, that's beautiful because you're exactly right. I think sometimes... We want the exclamation point or the finish line. And we're like, yes, but really it's one step at a time. And when you look back and you go, oh my gosh, look how far we've come. And it really hasn't been that long. And and then you really can take ownership of the journey too. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about scaling because that's something that I think sometimes when you start a business, you don't often think of right away, but I know you guys really have. So how do you make this grow when it's such a localized product? There's no company out there today that's trying to do what we're doing, taking hyper-local marketplaces and putting them in one place where you can you know, look at the product 
organized by location and then really make sure that you're intent and deliberate about how you are supporting each community. So for us, because that is the crux of our business, we felt like it was very important to scale early. And it's something that, you know, we wonder if, <laughs> if it makes sense to scale as early as we did, but it's working. So we're not looking back. <laughs> but overall, you know, scaling for us is important because if, if you can shop hyperlocal in Grand Rapids, then why can't you shop hyperlocal everywhere? We want to prove that. We want to prove that it can be done. And for us, I mean, it's really, it's just a matter of making sure that you're getting out on the grounds, doing exactly what we did here, um, knocking on doors, building relationships, one city at a time. Awesome. Did you always know you wanted to be an entrepreneur? I did. I did. I, I started in the corporate world, did that for about six years. But at the end of the day, you know, I found myself wandering further and further into this abyss of entrepreneurism, starting at large companies and jumping to smaller and smaller and smaller ones where I felt a bigger sense of ownership over what it was that I was doing. And that's when it really hit me, you know, maybe you just want to have your own thing. Maybe your passion is just about creating, you know, and, and creating value that other people see value in as well. I would say I've, it's always been in the back of my head. It's definitely grown a lot over the years. And I'm so happy that I, I made that decision. Yeah, it's interesting you said ownership because I think that when it is so close to your heart, you're willing to do the hard stuff to go make it happen, to get the word out because you really are excited about that and you can feel it. And when it's a big corporation and it's more of a task oriented and really anybody could do it or is this really helping or maybe I'm really awesome, but I don't feel like I'm anybody care. I mean, there's, you know, it happens as the organization gets larger, the employees sometimes lose that ownership. But when you lose that ownership, sometimes you lose that heart. And I love right. that when you are an entrepreneur, you have that personal heart, like it's, you care, you really care. And I think that that makes a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you do to keep yourself motivated? Because you have a co-founder, but she lives in Austin. So you kind of are here alone, like pounding on the pavement in Grand Rapids. So what do you do to keep yourself filled up and, and, and motivated? Honestly, I have a fantastic support system. <laughs> it is a lot to do with my own resolve and, and my dedication and my commitment, my passion. But I have to give a shout out to my support system. They motivate me every day. My lovely fiance is someone that always reminds me, you know, that he is here to support whatever it is that I want to do. I have an amazing family that I, you know, talk to every day. I talk to my mom every day. And she always, you know, reminds me of the hard times that were just a, a drop in the bucket. They're in the past. And, you know, everything comes to an end, proverbially, but in a way where, you know, the hard work will pay off one day. Having people that continue to, to remind me of that and just continue to encourage me to, to be my best is, is really helpful and, and something that every entrepreneur needs. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I like to say that I pour belief into people, but I can't pour belief into people without others pouring into me too. And so it sounds like you've got a lot of people who are like, Oh, we got you. We know you can do this. Whatever you put your mind to, you'll experience success, whether it's today, tomorrow, or in three months or a year. And when you have a down day, you can rely on that support 
and that belief because there are ups and downs, you know, and, and there, are, there are a lot of highs. There are a lot of highs that come with starting a business and gifting to celebrities and <laughs> closing deals, you know, on the, on the hardest days you have to, I would say not only believe in yourself, but don't forget to, to raise your hand and, and let others help you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so if there's anybody yeah. out there that is an entrepreneur and is having one of those like, why don't they care about this? Like I care about it. <laughs> How come they're not calling me back? What the heck is going on here? What advice or wisdom would you share with them? I mean, I would say there are a lot of fish in the sea. <laughs> so don't get too fixated on the one, you know, the one deal that didn't come through that you thought was going to come through. I would say that there's a lot of opportunity out there. And, you know, as long as you're willing to to kind of listen and respond to the feedback that you're getting along the way, um, you will set yourself up for success. I would say the last thing is that you really need to know, just know that you believe in yourself and know that if you have that belief, that's kind of deliberation on on delivering on what you said that you were going to do and what you promised yourself you were going to do, you'll do it. kind of as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping your own promises. I feel like that builds your own internal integrity where you know you're trustworthy. You know that you'll deliver. You know that you'll follow through. You'll, you know that you're a finisher and that takes away the guesswork because, you know, I mean, if you think of somebody who wants to get up in the morning to go work out and they set their alarm, but they kind of know in the back of their head, they're not going to get up then they have this wishy-washiness internally. And so they may set goals or they may have a vision, but they kind of don't even believe themselves. So I love that when you keep your own commitments, that builds your own inner confidence. And then that confidence is something nobody can take from you because it's, you know who you are and you know what you want. Yep. You know what you've done. You know what you you're, you want to do and you know what you can do. And you're going to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have any books that you're reading right now or any favorite personal development books to recommend? Oh, I have, a, I have many, many, but actually one book that I always think about is Nelson Mandela, his, his autobiography, mm. because, you know, it really reminds me that you never really can acquiesce to circumstance you own, you know, your, your fate to an extent. And there are a lot of things that need to fall into place along the way. There is a lot of hardship that's going to get thrown at you along the way. But as an individual, you know, if you can believe in your power, then really the world is your oyster. Mm. Amen. I love it. We'll put that link to the Nelson Mandela book below. And you guys check out packelephant.com, especially if you're in the Grand Rapids area or if you're in Austin, if you're a real estate agent, if you are a hotel, a hospital, if you are a wedding planner and you need gifts for all of the guests. I know we have speakers fly in and this would be just a great gift, a local gift for anybody who's a guest coming to Michigan or a new employee in your corporation, whatever the case may be, check out Pack Elephant and you can see all of the beautiful packages and local gifts right there for you to deliver. Anything else you want to end with, my friend? Oh, I think you kind of hit it all. I would just say that, you know, Pack Elephant, we really do want to make it easy and convenient for everyone to support the community makers. Um, that's that's our mission. So we really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today and hope for all those listeners, there were some words of inspiration um, for all those, you know, rising entrepreneurs. 
keep going. <laughs> keep going. Yep. Yay. Well, thank you so much for your wisdom, your passion, and your grit. It really does overflow. And because of that, this is just the beginning for Peck Elephant. It will be in every city all around the country and beyond because I know you won't take anything less. Nope. <laughs> Have an amazing day. Thanks, Denise. Have a great day. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I want to hear your aha moment from today's amazing episode. If you could leave a review at whatever podcast player you choose to listen from, Apple Podcast, CastBox, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're listening from, leave a review and share with us your favorite part of today's episode. Thanks for hanging out and remember to dream big.